Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to this uh, episode of The Unveiling. Today, we're going to be diving into the teachings of Jesus. It's going to be really good. Hope you're ready for it. Let's go. So if you have a Bible, go ahead. We're going to look at two particular passages of Scripture today. Uh, Matthew 5, we're going to start at verse 14 and read through 16. And then we're going to bridge over and look at Matthew 6, 22 uh, through 24. Okay, so let's start off over here at Matthew 5 and just dive right on in. It says this, You're the light of the world. You are the light of the world. That's kind of where I want to go today and talk about that. Um, A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp. Okay, remember, um, you're the light. Okay, so no one um, sets that light on a lamp. The lamp is going to be, um, let's think of that as our body, okay, Um, because our body is how the um, the light that is within us is seen or displayed okay so no one sets light to a lamp and then puts it under a basket okay but instead it's put on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house so therefore let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven Okay, so here's what I want to point out. Jesus is saying, let your light, which is set to a lamp, which is your physical body, your actions, things you can tangibly do, you express light through your body. He's saying, um, let your light shine before all men. In other words, go out there. And shine the light of generosity, shine the light of the gospel, shine the light of the good news through actions. Don't don't um, let it remain in your head as a belief or ideology, but go out there and let your light shine. When you go to the uh, um, grocery store, when you go to your workplace, when you're at home with your family, when you go to the bank, when you're running um, errands, when you go to the theme park or the beach, always look for these opportunities to physically be light. Let it shine before men. Don't put it under a basket. Um, when I first read this, I thought, well, um, God, sometimes I feel like I'm hidden, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm in a season of hiddenness and I don't really have the chance to shine any light because um, I'm just, I don't really have a sphere of influence. And um, and I was wrong in thinking that's what Jesus meant here. He's What he's saying is, who lights a lamp and puts it under a basket? Okay, that he's referring to what you and I have control over here. He's not referring to him saying, meaning that um, I don't have control over my sphere of influence. What God chooses to give me or doesn't give me in the sense of a platform or influence, that is, that is in God's control. And the context of the scripture is um, I'm in control of the lampstand and the basket here. This isn't talking about um, 
what God is in control of. This isn't talking about, Jesus isn't saying, look, um, God doesn't light lamps and put them under baskets. What he's saying is, if you have light in you, don't put yourself under a basket. Meaning, don't keep that light on the inside of you. Go out and display it and give light to all that are in the house. What's the house? Well, the house is your sphere of influence. Whatever that may be, some people may have a one-bedroom loft and others may have a 14-bedroom mansion. That's out of your control. It doesn't matter. All you're in control over is whether or not that light is under a basket or not or whether it's on a lampstand. Okay, so that's what Jesus is getting at here. And he's saying, don't put your light under a basket. Put it under a, put it on a lampstand, which um, is your body, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um and, and let it shine before all men. Um, let them see your good works, not for you, but to glorify your Father in heaven. Okay, let's bridge over to um, chapter 6 real quick, and let's start at verse 22, and uh, look at 20, 22 and 23 for now. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then, if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. Okay? So, let's, let's think about this. Let's break this down and think about this for a moment. If your eye is the lamp of the body, okay? Your eye, let's see what he says, word for word. Yeah, the eye is the lamp of the body. Okay, and over back over here in verse um, 14, you are the light of the world. So if the eye is the lamp and you are the light, where is your source of light coming from? The eye, because it's the lamp that gives light to the body. So what Jesus is saying here is if your eye is bad, you're not going to be the light of the world. If your eye is good, you are going to be the light of the world. What does this mean? Well, um, the, this is actually a, uh, a first century idiom Jesus is using here. And um, in a nutshell, I'm not going to go too deep into what the idiom actually means and where it all came about, but in a nutshell... What Jesus is saying here is, well, the, okay, I'll say this. Oftentimes in the first century, um, they would use this term as a good eye or a bad eye as in the ability to see needs around you, the ability to see where you can um, display light. Like, um, can you see a need? Do, do you see a need and then avoid a need? You know, when you're walking... Um, through the grocery store, can you identify a potentially single mother with two kids who just needs help paying for groceries? Or can you not identify that? That's what they would say by, do you have a good eye or a bad eye? It's your ability to take notice of needs around you, the ability and opportunities to be light, and then taking advantage of those moments. So if you can recognize those moments, but you choose to um, ignore those moments, you have a bad eye. If you can recognize those moments and you choose to take advantage of those moments and shed light, you have a good eye. If um, 
you are just so busy about your own business that you um, don't recognize any opportunities or moments to be light in this dark world and and um, be generous and to um, and to provide for the needs of others around you. You don't have a good eye, and so that's kind of the idiom that they would use in the first century. And here we're, we see Jesus saying. Um, the eye is the lamp of the body. So what he's saying is, is if you have a good eye to see the needs, then you're on your way to being light, the light of the world, which he talks about in Matthew 5, okay? But here's something extremely interesting that I want to note. Watch verse 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one, love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. And you're saying, Lee, what does that have to do with being light and and the eye being the lamp of the body and all this stuff? It has to do a lot with what Jesus is saying here. Look at um, also, it's very interesting. We don't. I don't want to read it in depth, but um, verses 19 through 21. We see Jesus saying, don't store for yourself treasures on earth, store them up in heaven because where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. So in verses 19 through 21 and in verses 24, um, the scriptures that um, surround both before and after this verse about your eye being the lamp of the body has to do with money and has to do with material things and wealth. That tells me a lot about what Jesus is saying here with being the eye um, or the light of the world and the eye is a lamp of the body. So um, it actually, he's talking a lot about money here. Why? Because because, um, if you are um, walking through the grocery store and you see that single mom with two kids or you see that elderly person who's struggling and um, you know that they could use some financial help or you know that they could use help in some way, shape, or form. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna talk finances here because Jesus is talking finances here. And you, um, are a, you are a servant of your budget. You are sticking to your budget. Um, you are saving, you are investing, and that's where your mind's at. And it causes you to overlook the need in which you could have been light. You have a bad eye. And that's what Jesus is saying here. He's saying you can't serve God and wealth because if you serve your wealth, you'll give, you'll pass up the opportunities to be light. You're gonna put yourself under a basket if you serve wealth, if your agenda is wealth. And now let me clarify this. Wealth is not bad. Wealth is great and God gives wealth. And I think wise people set themselves up to be wealthy. But here's the difference. We don't serve our wealth, meaning our wealth serves the kingdom. So if at any time we be, we enter any sort of wealth, we work hard, we uh, study, we whatever to gain wealth, God blesses us with that. If our pursuit in life is wealth, um, we're going to have a bad eye. Wealth is a tool to serve the kingdom. So if you acquire a million dollars and and then you see a need and God tells you to give it to it, give it to that need, and all of a sudden now you're broke. Um, It took you years to amass that million dollars. And now you've given it to a need and you're broke, but you were light. 
you cannot serve God and your million dollars. You are either going to keep your million dollars and not be the light in that situation, or you're going to serve God and store up for yourself treasures in heaven. That's what Jesus is saying. Store up for yourself treasures in heaven, meaning don't serve your wealth, serve God, and let your wealth serve the kingdom because every time you invest your wealth on this earth, you store up for yourself treasures in eternity. And so what Jesus is saying is that your key to having a good eye in life is your ability to see that wealth is a gift from God to serve the kingdom, not a gift from God to serve you. Okay, that's the key to a good eye in life. And what's a good eye? A good eye is the key to being the light of the world. You will not ever be the light of the world if you don't have a good eye. Second, that you may have a good eye, and so the light is in you, and you see the opportunities to be the light of the world, but you put yourself under a basket because you chose to serve wealth and finances over God. And that's what Jesus is saying here when he says, um, don't put yourself under a basket. Go out there and be the light, and let, let men see Let men see that you're serving God over wealth. Let men see your sacrifice, not for you, okay? Um, Jesus never, um, he never put much weight into flattery. At the same time, he never put much weight into um, criticism or rejection either. So your good works are not for you. People will flatter you. People will... Um, or even criticize you. Oh, you're just doing this so people will think you're a good person. None of those things matter. He's saying do it um, where men can see and don't make a show of it. Even if the only people that see are the people that benefit from your sacrifice, that's okay. Jesus is saying though, um, go out there and let your light so shine before men so that people glorify your father how are they going to glorify your father because you're giving away wealth or because you're obeying and meeting needs in other ways because you're going to tell them that you're doing this in the name of jesus okay that's very important don't just go out there and meet needs and do things and do it in the name of you you are a good person you're a kind-hearted person you're generous you're thoughtful all these things Yeah, no, that's not true. You're a fallen human being who their nature is to be selfish. Their nature is to be um, hoarding its wealth. Um, And it's only because Jesus came and changed your nature to his nature that you're selfless, that you have a good eye, that you're thinking about other people, that you're being considerate. Okay, so when you go and you shine your light and you do these good deeds and you take notice of opportunities um, to meet needs of those around you, you're going to always follow that up with, this is in the name of the Lord, of Jesus. He loves you. He cares for you. He wants you to know that he sees you, whatever it may be in that particular context. It's pivotal. It's sorry, pivotal (laughs) that you follow it up with glorifying the father. That's what Jesus is saying. That's the whole point of it. Um, That that's the whole point of letting your light shine before men is that Jesus would be glorified. The father would be glorified in and through those things. And so That's a little snapshot of what Jesus is talking about in those two particular verses. That's what it means to have a good eye. And that's what he means about being the light of the world and not putting yourself under a basket 
Until next time, I pray you're blessed. Consider sharing this with a friend um, who may need an encouraging word today. But uh, until next time, love you very much. God bless you.